Wisdom is knowing I am nothing. Love is knowing I am everything. And between the two, my life moves. Welcome to Guided Meditation for Metta. Metta is a Pali word that means loving-kindness. Eh, loving-kindness, that sounds so corny. I know it does, but it's a great practice. It's a practice that can instill feelings of goodwill toward ourselves and toward others. And if you give it a shot, its effects can be very powerful. So to start out, find that posture that is balanced between being alert and relaxed. But today, err on the side of being comfortable. This practice is about concentration on phrases, phrases of goodwill that we offer to ourselves and to others. And so while we do it, it's best to be relaxed. So go ahead and get very comfortable preparing yourself to say these phrases of metta in your head, offering goodwill. And we're going to offer it to multiple people, which I will run through now, just so you can go ahead and start thinking about the people that you will picture, that you will visualize during this meditation. So we will concentrate on the phrases offering metta to ourselves, and then to someone to whom it's easy to offer this goodwill, this loving kindness, and then to a neutral person, and then to someone difficult with whom it's hard to offer goodwill. So you can go ahead and start thinking about who these people will be so you don't have to waste too much time deliberating during the meditation itself. And also go ahead and think about another person, someone who really sees the best in you, someone who wishes you well, who loves you, and who sees you in your best light. Oftentimes, it's difficult for people to wish these phrases of metta toward themselves, and that is the first thing we typically do in metta practice. So in order to open ourselves up to that and get in a groove where we're ready to wish love and goodwill toward ourselves without cringing too much or feeling too corny, we start by just picturing someone who sees us in our best light, who loves us, to start to open up to that idea that we're worthy of love, we're enough, and that we can wish ourselves love with no hesitation. So figure out who you're going to picture who sees you in a great light. I use my grandma usually, but it could be anyone. A parent, a lover, a partner, a sibling, a kid, a nephew, a niece, a pet. It could be your pet dog. Animals can be very useful for getting in the spirit of metta. But whoever it is, go ahead and start to picture them in front of you as you close your eyes and as we start this meditation. So, picturing this person in front of you, this person who sees the good in you, who cares for you, just visualize them looking at you, smiling at you, reflecting how they see you, their truth of you. We all have a different truth and every person is a different reflection back onto us, but start to open up to this person's reflection, this person who sees the best in you. Can you see yourself a little bit more how they see you? Can you open to feeling the way they feel about you, about yourself.
Don't put pressure on yourself as far as what you feel or what you don't feel. Just put your attention on your intention to concentrate on what we do in metta practice in a second on the phrases of metta, but now just on this person who loves you and sees the good in you. Picture them looking at you, reflecting that to you. And now we're going to start concentrating on the phrases of metta, saying them in our heads, wishing them to ourselves. So I'll take you through phrases that I use, and then I'll give you the space and the time to continue with those or to use phrases of your own, whatever works for you. So we'll start with the phrases. Just be with each phrase as we say it internally, as we concentrate on it, one at a time. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free. Remember, just be with each phrase one at a time as we go along. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free. Sometimes wishing these phrases toward ourselves can feel weird because it feels a little selfish. But we have to, on some level, accept that we are selfish creatures. We're mammals. We evolved out of self-interest. And in order to spread love and be the selfless creatures we're capable of being, sharing love freely, we actually have to start by loving ourselves. Self-love is the first step. And it's necessary in order to cultivate the metta we wish to give to others. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free. What is love? You might wonder. We often confuse it with attachment or with someone else, quote-unquote, completing us. But the way we think about love in meditation and in metta is that it's something we cultivate, it's a quality of mind, and it's something we can give, like a gift. We have to give that gift to ourselves first to build up this metta, to build up this energy of goodwill, and then, from a place of fullness, to offer it. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free. Keep repeating these phrases of metta, concentrating on one phrase at a time, offering metta to yourself. If you like, you can use other phrases. Whatever phrases resonate with you the best, and work for you the best to offer goodwill to yourself.
As with mindfulness practice, the mind will wander. It's only natural. So don't judge yourself or beat yourself up when it does. As soon as you notice the mind has wandered, you're thinking, or you're somewhere else, gently return the attention back to the phrases of metta. And also like mindfulness practice, simply start again. So now, picture someone in front of you to whom it's easy and natural to wish goodwill, to wish love, to wish metta. Picture them and offer them the phrases of metta like you would offer a gift, having cultivated this metta and this quality in yourself first, and now offering it to them. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. May you live with ease. May you be free. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. May you live with ease. May you be free. As you offer these phrases of metta to this person who evokes warm, positive, loving feelings from you, picture a bright light starting in your heart, starting to expand outward, expanding through your body, filling your body up with the light, and then spreading to this other person, spreading through the room you find yourself sitting in, meditating, and spreading wishes of goodwill from your heart center. What if the way to feel love and to feel happiness is actually to give love and to give happiness? This is paradoxical in our culture, but if we look to cultures in the past, it makes a little more sense. In the language of Sanskrit, for example, this language in ancient India used to be sung rather than spoken, and it was sung because people viewed the transmission of language as a vibrational transmission. Our voices are vibrations, and through our voices we can spread qualities of mind, states, and metta. So keep spreading metta to this person for whom it's easy to wish metta, 
and keep visualizing that bright light growing ever brighter, expanding ever wider, emanating from your heart center, and spreading the metta you've cultivated in yourself to this other person, and wider and wider, now to another person, to a neutral person, someone who doesn't evoke warm feelings of metta from you, but also doesn't evoke any negative feelings from you, just someone neutral. Picture them in front of you, and offer the phrases of metta to them. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. May you live with ease. May you be free. It's interesting to notice how our feelings about a person can be more about us and our state of mind than about that other person and our relationship with them. As metta grows, it gets easy and natural even to wish metta to someone neutral or even to someone difficult. But remember that the quality of this practice is not about how you feel. It's not about how much love you're feeling or how much the phrases are quote-unquote working. It's just about your intention and your concentration on the phrases. So be with each phrase, as we say each phrase, as we offer metta to this neutral person. If you really aren't feeling anything and you want to build back up some metta, you can return to wishing metta to yourself or to an easy person. But regardless of how you feel or how you feel it's going, as long as every time you wander, you come back to the phrases, no matter how you feel, you're doing this right. So now picture in front of you someone who does not evoke positive feelings and isn't even neutral, someone who evokes some difficult feelings, maybe someone with whom you've had difficulties, and offer the phrases of metta to them. Picture that bright light expanding even further beyond the room and the location you're in, in every direction, and in the direction of this difficult person who you're picturing. Offer the phrases of metta to this person. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. May you live with ease. May you be free. We want these phrases to feel true. So if this feels really forced, as always, you can make your own phrases. And you should make whatever phrases work best for you. These are just suggestions, my phrases. For a difficult person, it may feel more right to say, may you be free of hatred, or may you let go of anger. 
There isn't any person, no matter how difficult, who we wouldn't want to let go of anger, or who we wouldn't want to be free of hatred. Hatred which spreads beyond them and can be a negative force beyond them. So wish metta with whatever phrases resonate with you to this person. The light coming from your heart center is getting bigger and bigger, more inclusive, spreading in every direction, spreading metta. As you continue wishing metta, sharing metta, offering metta like a gift, One saying I love is that anger is like drinking a poison ourselves, hoping our enemy will fall. So holding on to resentments, it actually hurts us. It doesn't hurt this other person. And the best thing we can do for us, for our happiness, and for the happiness of others, is to wish metta even to this person. So now we're going to wish metta toward all beings. If you had strong feelings of metta and they dissipated, feel free to go back to a previous stage, wishing metta toward ourselves or toward someone easy to build it back up. And when you're ready, we're going to offer the phrases of metta to all beings everywhere, indiscriminately, the light from our heart spreading brighter and wider now to the size of our city or state or country and around the world toward all living creatures. May all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings live with ease. May all beings be free. May all beings be free of fear. May all beings experience joy. May all beings be cared for and have their needs met. May all beings be happy. Continue with the phrases of metta or with your own phrases of metta, spreading metta to all beings. Be with each phrase as you say it, mean it, make sure you're saying a phrase that's true for you, and offer the phrases of metta and your light of metta everywhere, toward everyone. May all beings be happy. All are my friends. None is my enemy. All are my friends. All are my friends. May all beings be happy.
I'm going to give you the last two minutes or so of this metta practice in silence to continue spreading metta toward all beings, allowing your inner light to shine bright through you, through the people you love, through the people you're neutral with, the difficult people, and every being on this earth. Wishing metta to all. And I'll let you know when we're wrapping up. As our metta practice comes to a close, take a second just to feel what you've cultivated. You might feel a lot, you might feel boundless love, you might not. But as long as you've been concentrating on these phrases, you've done this right, and it's had a beneficial effect. So thank yourself for practicing metta. Reconnect with your body, where you are in time and space. And when you're ready, open your eyes and end the meditation. This meditation may have been powerful for you, or it may not have been. But concentrating on these phrases has a very beneficial effect on our state of mind, our disposition toward others, and our own happiness. So just be in this space, having cultivated metta, and whatever you feel, know that you did cultivate metta, and that everyone practicing with us in this group, everyone following along with this guided meditation series, has cultivated a group metta, and wishes you well, just like you genuinely wish them well. So receive that love, feel it, or not. And if not, don't assume that your practice was any less valid or useful than someone who is feeling that boundless love. Often, the purpose metta serves isn't to actually feel all of this love all the time, but to show us where we might be blocked up, what might be difficult for us, pay attention if it felt difficult to wish yourself metta, and by seeing our own resistance, by seeing how we relate to the practice of metta, we grow in metta regardless of what we feel. And speaking of accepting whatever we feel, however we feel, the quality of accepting whatever shows up without clinging to it or craving it or pushing it away with aversion, that quality is called equanimity. 
and it is a sister or brother quality to metta. So metta and equanimity are two of four of what we call the Brahma-viharas. The Brahma-viharas are metta, equanimity, sympathetic joy, so sharing in others' successes, being happy for them being happy, and compassion, meeting others' sadness with a desire to help and with empathy. So if you connected with this practice of metta, if you really liked this practice and you might want to explore more Brahma-viharas, that's a great idea. Go for it. I'm not going to cover any more of them in this guided meditation series, but they are very deep, rich areas for practice. Compassion, for instance, is the basis for a very cool meditative technique called compassion-based cognitive training. It's been developed by Geshe Lobsang, who works with Emory University and the Emory-Tibet Partnership, which is a sort of exchange between Western scientists and Eastern or Tibetan monks of their expertise, their knowledge. So that's a cool contemporary technique. Also a cool contemporary approach to our mental health and our well-being is positive psychology. And metta is a form of positive psychology. We're orienting our mind toward the positive, toward goodwill. And what I see is our natural state of truly wanting our fellow human to be happy, wishing happiness toward ourselves and toward others. But just as metta is one of the four Brahma-viharas, that positive orientation is just one of many important meditative angles, and it complements others. So equanimity is a quality I'll talk more about in the future. It's about meeting what is, what's going on with acceptance, not craving the great feelings, not being averse to or pushing away the bad feelings, but just being with what is. So together, these practices and these qualities form an important balance in which we accept things while trying to spread positivity, while trying to help others, while trying to feel goodwill, while accepting that we might not always feel goodwill, while accepting however we do feel. So tomorrow we will return to mindfulness practice, feeling however we do feel, bringing equanimity into it, and expanding on the techniques of mental noting that we just scratched the surface of yesterday. So until tomorrow, I'm wishing you much equanimity and much metta, much happiness, much love and goodwill. May you be happy, and may you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.